Hey, it's Andrew. Just quickly before we start this episode, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, the Secure Ventures Podcast. The host, Kyle McNulty, interviews cybersecurity founders about what they are building. I enjoy it because Kyle focuses on their technology, what it solves, why they build it, where it fits in the market. Also, listeners can understand the why of these startups. In some ways, it's a great compliment to my own podcast, where I focus on the go-to-market side, not on the technology side. He's had some great guests on recently, for example, the CEO of Reality Defender, when they talked about the ins and outs of deep fate detection. Uh, he's had the co-founder and CEO of Ghost Security, and also the co-founder of Radical, Chris Peterson, who was incidentally a founder of Logarithm, where they talk about the role of AI in the SOC. This is not a paid promotion. I just simply enjoy what Kyle is doing with his interviews and get a lot out of them. Check it out. It's the Secure Ventures podcast. Now on with this episode. Ever hear a no from a prospect and wish you had a better way to continue the conversation? Chris Foss gives us some ideas and never split the difference. Welcome to the Bite Size Sales Podcast, where we believe that sales is the most important team in a B2B company, that the sales team deserves great sales skills training, but usually doesn't get it, and that taking bite-sized steps each day to get better at your craft is the best way to improve results. I am your host, Andrew Monahan, and I'm using my experiences in B2B sales to bring you simple, actionable ideas every day to help you get better. Welcome to episode 38 of the Bite Size Sales Podcast. I'm recording this in early December 2019, and it's the second of five episodes in a row all around negotiation. I felt like this is an appropriate time of year for all of us. It'll be end of month coming up soon. For many of us, it's quarter end and year end as well. So great time to get some focus around sharpening the saw around negotiation. So getting a no happens all the time in selling. Um, I heard someone, I think it was uh, Sam Jacobs, say, you know, the difference between a great and, a, and an average salesperson is someone who gets six no's versus eight no's, right? It's just the, the margins are fine, but we do hear no a lot in selling. And in fact, it's what separates those out from, so those that get into sales to give it a try, right? They think they want to get to sales and they like the idea of the, I don't know what, the, the glory behind it, whatever it might be, and they get in to try it out, but perhaps they're not fully committed, is the getting the no, which often separates the wheat from the chaff. And some people end up leaving the profession and trying something completely different just because of the rejections and the no's that they get. And I know early in my career, I was told that the selling starts when you get that first no. Unfortunately, I was told it in a way that didn't really ring true for me. Um, what they said to me was, you know, you, you get the no, and then, then you have to kind of go into selling mode and convince them that this is something they need to buy. You know, and really, you're a great salesperson if you convince them after the first no. And it never sat well with me, as I said, right? It felt a little weird um, that you're forcing up, um, upon someone and not really thinking about what they need and things like that, right? So what I wish had happened was that someone had told me this in the manner that Chris Voss does in his book, Never Split the Difference. And, you know, I like Never Split the Difference because it took 
a a skill which is negotiation from something that was very all the literature and all the books that were done about negotiation was very clinical it was all factual based and ROI and hard stuff like that and what Chris Voss has brought to it is actually a lot of negotiation is much more psychological. It's much more emotional intelligence rather than IQ that comes into it. And all his experiences as an ex-FBI hostage negotiator come into play in the business world as he does that. So let me read a little bit from the book and tell you, you know, one bit that I'm, I'm thinking about here. So politely saying no to your opponent, calmly hearing no, and just letting the other side know that they're welcome to say no has a positive impact on any negotiation. In fact, your invitation for the other side to say no has an amazing power to bring down barriers and allow for beneficial communication. This means you have to train yourself to hear no as something other than rejection and respond accordingly. When someone tells you no, you need to rethink the word in one of its alternative and much more real meanings, such as, I am not yet, I am not yet ready to agree. You are making me feel uncomfortable. I do not understand. I don't think I can afford it. I want something else. I need more information. Or I want to talk it over with someone else. Then, after pausing, ask solution-based questions or simply label their effect, such as, what, what about this doesn't work for you? What would you need to make it work? It seems like there's something here that bothers you. People have a need to say no, so don't just hope to hear it at some point. Get them to say it early. And that's read straight from the book, Never Split the Difference uh, by Chris Voss. And the reason for the no is important here. Um, it's important that you recognize it gives you a chance to ask more questions, which is what he was highlighting right there, calibrated questions to get deeper into the reasons behind the no so that we can understand it. And the temptation is to, to jump in with, with, you know, but, but what about this and what about that? And what he's saying is you don't do that, right? You kind of take a step back. You recognize that no is not actually no. It's, it's something else like it. There's some sort of uncertainty. And then you, you ask questions to understand what that uncertainty is. And it's kind of like, I think of it like people who say that all salespeople are driven by money and that's it, right? I always call bullshit on that. Um, you know, what I found is that salespeople are attracted towards the money, but there's something deeper in there, right? So you get behind the money and into what it means for people, whether it means an early retirement, whether it means a way to keep score, whether it means that they can afford things or, you know, do things with their family, whatever it might be, right? There's more to it than just the money. Same thing here, right? The no, there's more to it than that. So what does it actually mean? So the action for you is to use this in your negotiations you've got going on right now or, or going, going to come up before the end of the month here and use them in the uh, new habit formula sequence. And it goes like this. So when I hear no, instead of either accepting it or jumping in and try to persuade someone it shouldn't be no, just sit back and ask, what about this doesn't work for you? or a question like that that uncovers the real reason behind that no. If you like this episode, please share it wide and far. Spread the word. I get energy from seeing people download and use this content. So please just take 20 seconds 
to share it with anyone you think would like it too. This episode is sponsored by Unstoppable.do. Most sales teams are not trained effectively in the skills and mindset they deserve. And these are the most important people in the company. It's no wonder that only about 50% of reps make quota every year. Unstoppable is a service that helps sellers and leaders get great at the skills and mindset they need without taking time out of the field. It exists because if the sales team has the right skills and mindset, they thrive, they are confident, and they perform much better. Find out more and even get a free sales book at bitesizesales.com. And now to wrap up, as Dan Perelskin, VP of Sales at a stealth startup, may or may not have once said, training without implementation is just entertainment. And pretty poor entertainment when Monaghan does it. So make sure you take action on what you learn and keep getting better every day. This world does not need more sales BS, so don't create anymore. Be great at the fundamentals, be honest, be real, be yourself, just do not BS. And finally, I'm signing off as the great Joe Sexton would by saying, gone to sell. It would mean a lot to me and to the continued growth of the show if you could help get the word out. So how do you do that easily? There are two ways. Firstly, just simply send a link to a friend. Send a link to the show, to this episode. Um, you can email it, text it, Slack it, whatever works for you and is easy for you. The second way is to leave a super quick rating. And sometimes that can seem complicated, so I've made it as easy for you as I can. You simply have to go to ratethispodcast.com slash cyber. That's ratethispodcast.com slash cyber and explains exactly how to do it. Either of these ways will take you less than 30 seconds to do and it will mean the world to me. So thank you.